Welcome to Streamable, the podcast about the best streaming content out there. We're going to be reviewing shows and movies from Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Disney+, Peacock, whatever other services they come up with. So sit back, listen to our review, and then you can tell us how wrong we are on Twitter. I'm Jimmy. And I'm Brett. And together we have over 57 years of movie watching experience. Wait, we were watching movies when we were born? Shh, Onichiwa. Uh, is is that like cultural appropriation or what? It's not cultural appropriation just to say words in a different language. It'd be different if I like wore a kimono and got like Yakuza tattoos or something. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, as Jimmy's Japanese alluded to, we're reviewing Tokyo Vice. Yeah. On HBO Max. Surprising. I haven't heard it anything about it at all i've seen absolutely no marketing i just happened upon it on hbo max and was like yeah it looks good it's a very high quality show with Mm -hmm. known actors and no marketing like what are they doing well not even word of mouth like literally uh, outside of seeing it on hbo max and us talking about it i've heard of it from no other person okay it came out one month ago today uh it came out april 7th how many User reviews do you think there are on Rotten Tomatoes? We'll play, we'll play the game later, but... 12. Okay, no. It's 167, <laughs> though. Okay. It's, it's 167, which to me is still extremely low for a show that's been out for a month. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It, I don't know. I guess HBO kind of has a lot. It just strikes me as odd that this... I don't know. It's like they're not promoting the HBO Max shows enough. Like, do they still put shows on regular HBO first, or? I think I think that still exists. Yeah, I think I've it's... seen like more stuff about Westworld season four, which I don't even that... know when that's coming. I saw than watch this show three. that's been out for a month. Yeah, well, I mean, because at least Westworld, though, the reason you're hearing about it is because. It's Westworld. Like at least it has some sort of like following. This is just based on a random book uh, that I've also never heard of by the same name. Yeah, I mean, it's from the same guy that did Miami Vice, so Fitting. you would think that would be a kind of selling marketing point. But yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it, it's basically about this white guy from Missouri that goes to Tokyo to um, be a reporter Mm -hmm. and kind of runs into some Yakuza stuff. Yeah, that's one thing that was uh, surprising to me because, like, based on nothing, because, of course, I I didn't know anything about it when we started, and just based on the name, I assumed it was just going to be about cops and then Yakuza. Yeah, I I didn't think... I mean, it really really focuses on the reporter. Um, I think... Ken Watanabe is the main detective that I think comes in more later. As of, I only watched two episodes. Um, as of the second episode, he's he's there in a couple scenes, and that's it. It's really all about yeah, this yeah. white reporter. No, uh, Ken Watanabe by, does come in later. Yeah, played by Ansel El- Elgort. Weird name. Uh, I think the only thing he's from is Baby Driver. I don't. I didn't. He was also in West Side Story. Oh, well, I haven't seen that yet, but. 
Yeah. He was like the lead actor. Makes sense. Uh, those are the only two things I know him from. I think he's popped up in a few other things, uh, but he's all right. Uh, and the rest of the actors, um, the only one I recognized at all was the woman, his boss, basically. She was from Pacific Rim. I, I had to look it up because I was like, she looks so familiar. And then I was she's, like, okay. She's also in season three of Westworld. Or, well, uh, okay. no, maybe that was season two. No, I don't remember her from season two, do I? I don't think it's so. 2018. I don't think I don't know. Westworld, Westworld comes season out like three every came five out years that long ago. I think that was season two. Anyway, Westworld takes forever to come out. Uh, yeah, she's the only other person I really recognized. I don't think there was anyone else. Yeah, a bunch of Japanese actors. They've done, you know, a lot of them. I looked up their IMDb. They have a bunch of credits. It's just all Japanese well, stuff. The other uh, American uh, girl I also recognized because she's from Legion. Uh, mm. Yeah, I'd never seen her before. She was like the lead actress in Legion, basically. But anyway, it's an interesting show. It's really centered on this reporter trying to get through a very rigid structure, uh, mm -hmm. you know, Japanese corporate culture. Their news is like, I mean, literally one guy says to him, there's no murder in Japan. Like, they cannot report things as murder because the police just say whatever. Like, they kind of seem to throw things under the rug. Right, because if you report it as murder, then their clearance rate goes down. So Right, right. Yeah. And, I mean, Ken Watanabe seems to be the only one that's kind of willing to challenge that on that side of things. So, uh, I assume, it seems like that's how they, they end up together. The, the very first scene I don't love is very spoilery. Like, it's, it's telling you where the series is going. Now, of course, I'm sure there's stuff that happens after that. Mm-hmm. But I'd, I'd just as soon not have it. Like, I, I feel like it, it I, leads me to know what's going to happen when I'd rather just not. I, I see that. I, I understand why they did it, just because I think if it was, like, <clears throat> you just watch the first episode without that, and it's just about a white guy trying to be a reporter in Japan, you're like, what is this? Right? So it's like, okay, the stakes are going to get higher is basically the promise that scene gives you. And then, and then they go through it. There's some high stakes in the first episode. I binged the whole thing, so it's kind of a blur for me at the moment. A guy sets himself on fire in the first episode. Oh yeah, that does happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's like a suicide uh, thing. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. it's it's sad when it happens, but it's also like, what what is going on? Like, it's definitely an intriguing thing. The biggest thing for me, like, this is late '90s. And it feels like so much of a culture shock. Like, is that just me not being present enough in the 90s? Was Japan that different? Like, absolutely everyone smokes. Um, everyone's racist against the white guy. Well, yeah, I know. I think that, that's relatively... Um, I, don't, I don't know that that's necessarily fixed nowadays. Because uh, Japan's relatively insular about that kind of stuff. So gaijin and outsiders is, is a concept that constantly comes up even in, like, manga that I'm reading now. Interesting. My, um, I don't know if I've ever told you this, my dad lived in Japan for a year as a sophomore or junior in college. That would be mid-70s. And, I mean, he just studied and, and stuff like that. And my, I mean, my dad's 5'6". He, he would blend in better in Japan <laughs> than I would uh, at 6'2". But, 
yeah, I, I don't, you know, he definitely has talked about the culture shock and, and everything else. Um, and obviously he had to learn Japanese and all of that, but I don't know, just like the, the, the just blatant racism and basically making the white guy, the servant to everyone else. And like, well, cause the other expectation is because he's working there. It's like, okay, he's, he's a white guy and he doesn't understand like our cultural norms and stuff. And that's why like, you know, the racism seeps in there. It's also because of where he spends a lot of his time, too. Because um, I, I play a video game about Yakuza that's called Yakuza. Uh, and then they made, like, a fictional Red Light District in that. But he's basically in the real Red Light District uh, for a bunch of this series. Um, and they are very specifically, like, no uh, no non... No tourists are allowed in, like, some of the, like, host clubs and like you can't go in there if you can't speak Japanese and all this stuff so like that area is pretty racist so that's probably also why you see it more amped up in the show because he spends time in an area that's going to be more racist to an outsider yeah um I mean what else stood out in the show I did like the fact that it's not just all in English because a lot of shows do that even though like you're in Japan all the characters always speak English like it, it goes back and forth like, his friends at the newspaper will talk to him in English, but then he'll also communicate with his higher-ups in Japanese, and you see, you know. I typically watch things with subtitles, so I actually don't know how much Japanese was in this. Like, I just didn't pay attention to it, almost. Like, it, for some joke. people, it might be a problem. Um, I know a lot of people, like, don't want to have to read subtitles and stuff like that, but I, I literally didn't notice it. Like, it's... Japanese and English, you're right. They kind of fluently move between them. There's a couple people that speak English. Most of the time, they seemingly speak Japanese. Yeah, I always I mean, wonder how fluent the actors are. Like, did they just straight up learn all of Japanese, or is there a linguistic person there that's like no, constantly sure. correcting them, and they just learn a couple of lines at a time? And I'm pretty sure it's just learning lines at a time for for a lot of them. Because uh, in both directions, to be honest, because like supposedly a couple of the other uh, people that he interacts with in English aren't English speaking people. So it's like, OK, so they're also just phonetically saying things. And it's just like, that's just good acting. I, I, I mean, I'm curious about Miyamoto because he's the one that like he has to teach him English phrases and your dress <laughs> is extraordinarily flattering. <laughs> I don't know. Miyamoto comes off like he probably can speak English, uh, but it, yeah, that's that, that's one thing that I like though. It just like it it showed that, it, and it and it didn't like try to pretend. Okay, this is just an American show in in Japan, and just let's all be in English all the time. The, it looks like there's some Japanese directors. Uh, the writing is the actual. Sorry, it's the it's character. It's it's the the actual guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, it's supposed to be like uh, autobiographical about like his things, apparently. But he's actually writing the show too, which is yeah, yeah, is okay. surprising. You know, normally they don't have the author come in and, and write the show. Um, but yeah, interesting. I, I mean, I I assume it's very fictionalized, but yeah, I would assume so because uh, I'm pretty sure also the uh, I don't know her name right now, Rachel Keller's character. The American girl, I think, is also not even in the book, from what I heard. So they just made up a, I guess, a female character because I just needed more female representation on the show. Because sometimes her story feels out of place, and you can kind of feel uh, it. I mean, yeah, two episodes in, I'm just, like, in the second episode, without spoiling too much, 
it seemed like she was going to set up the connection between him and the Yakuza. Yeah, I guess. In a way. In because a way. he met he met one guy. Anyway, yeah, I don't want to spoil it. I mean, it's all HBO Max quality. Uh, I assume it certainly feels like it was all shot in Tokyo. All of the actors are very good, even if, yeah, some of them are Japanese and people you don't know. They all work. No, oh, yeah, they're all fantastic. Um, the writing is intriguing. The only reason I'm thinking I'm probably not going to finish the show is just because it's not really my genre. Mm. Um, I was interested enough to check it out, but I don't know. It, it's an intriguing show, and it got me to two episodes. I don't know that I'll see more, but it's still very good. Uh, it's just really not for me as much. Yeah, I mean, it's just a crime thriller. Uh, so if you're into that genre, you'll like it. I, I enjoyed it for the most part, but it did kind of just abruptly end at the end of this season. So, yeah, I was I was curious because it's billed as a series. Did it, without spoiling anything, lead into a second season? It has to because, like, nothing really gets resolved. You okay. just get a lot of stuff that's happening. Hmm, okay. That's... And then some cliffhanger like, oh, okay, this happened, what's gonna happen next kind of things. But it's like, I don't know. It still felt like, it didn't feel like a season finale. It just felt like, okay, that just abruptly kind of ended. We just stopped writing. Yeah, so I was like, all right, hopefully season two picks up pretty fast. Uh, and just to, because we're always curious about how these things are done, the release schedule, we watched this after everything was out, but three episodes, two episodes, two episodes, one episode. Yeah, that was weird. I looked it up, too. I was like, that that's a weird thing to do. Especially when it's a... I mean, every episode is almost like a full hour. It's like 50 minutes to an hour. It's not even like yeah, a 45-minute yeah. drama. So, I don't know. Why not just weekly? I mean, maybe the first two episodes kind of go together, but after that... I always understand the initial episode dump, because it's like, okay, here's a few episodes to get you hooked. Uh, but yeah, but I don't I know they why they could have done that with two, two, like, two, two. Yeah, I don't know. Very strange HBO. I, I don't know why you're not marketing this show. I feel like it could do well, but I haven't seen anything. Like I just stumbled upon it because I was on HBO Max. Yeah, I mean, it it did give me a big splash screen for it as soon as I opened my app one time. But one time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but other than that. The funny thing is, it did that, and then I completely forgot about it until you were like, oh yeah, I wanted to watch this. I was like, oh yeah, I wanted to watch that. Yeah. Anyway, um, I I'm going to say it's streamable. It's it's probably not for everyone. Like, if this is not your genre, I don't know. Maybe you watch the first episode and you'll decide. I think it's super intriguing. I think a lot of people could be into it. I might not finish it because it's not my genre, but still very good. Yeah, I, I agree with you that it is a little genre-specific. Like, if you don't like crime thrillers, it's probably not going to keep you hooked. But if you like crime thrillers, and especially if you like uh, like gangster films and stuff, it really taps into, like, Yakuza, like, Japanese gangster stuff. And it's pretty close to what I've seen in other things. So I think it's relatively, uh, what, accurate for what we know about Yakuza? So Yeah, I mean, this this feels like it could be a real story. You know, it's based on a real guy's life and everything, but it, I don't know how much fictionalization it's there is, but it feels realistic. But yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. feels realistic, even if it wasn't fully real. 
couple of little tidbits. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe was originally supposed to be the main actor. That's a very different person. <laughs> like, one of the things about him is, like, he's such an outsider because he's so tall and, like, out there. Daniel Radcliffe is short. Like, that wouldn't feel the same. Yeah, and the long blonde hair of, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But it was also originally set up as a movie in 2013. Oh, wow. I so mean, this if... has been around for... Uh, uh, the books are from the 90s, aren't they? Or the... Oh, no, it's from 2009. So not that old, but... I think it actually could have probably worked as a movie. They just had to get through a bunch of stuff pretty quick. I don't know. I usually like shows better than movies and that they get, you get more time to flesh things out, so it's probably better that it's a show. But otherwise... Solid show. No complaints. Curious. What are the Rotten Tomatoes scores? Oh, we want to play that game? Are we going over to... Sure, sure. Go, go for it. 43 critics ratings. Oh my god, that's also so low. <laughs> um, this is a weird one, though, because I, I did enjoy it. Uh, I think it... It seems like something critics would enjoy. It's high high production quality. Probably like... 85? Might be too high. All right. And then... Uh, Audience only has 167 people again. Audience might be a little bit more harsh on it if they're not into the genre. But I think it's still overall good. 76. Mm, you were close. It was 86 on critics. 92 on audience. Oh, wow. The audience really likes it? Okay. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. So... I mean, again, if I was rating this, I would rate it positive. Even though it's not my genre, it's good. I I'm, might not watch all of it, but it's still a good show. Anyway, Tokyo Vice, I'd watch it. Season 1. I assume we'll get a Season 2 next year. I don't think anything's been I announced. So, yeah. I mean, their numbers are probably horrible because they're not marketing this freaking show, so... The reviews are apparently good. Hopefully that's enough to get us a Season 2. Yeah. I wonder how expensive the production is if it's actually shot in Japan. Well, you only have three. I mean, I don't know if Ken Watanabe lives in Japan or anything else, but uh, presumably three Americans, or maybe two Americans, that you actually fly over and everyone else is just there. I'm sure a lot of cast and crew is local, you know. Probably. Hmm. I don't think it would be that much. Yeah. The but I, then again, I have no idea what the tax and everything else is in Japan, that might be really sure. high. So it, it definitely feels high quality, but yeah, they're not doing special effects. I mean, a couple here and there, but not really. Well, yeah, except for the guy lighting himself on fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there really isn't that much that needs to be special affected. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully it's not too expensive because then, then, then you can just justify getting a second season regardless of numbers, right? Cause it, it just doesn't want enough to be content. You can add to your service. We'll see. We'll see what HBO Max says. I guess if they don't give me a second season and I need closure, I can just read the book or something. <laughs> that too. That too. Yeah, you always got that. In uh, the random stuff we're watching, I was sick this last week, so I binged all of Young Justice on HBO Max, which is... It started off as like a Cartoon Network show that got canceled, and then years later, they brought it back as like a DC Universe online streaming show. And then, and then the last season right now that's running, it's currently running, is on HBO Max. But it's probably, like, some of the best DC animated uh, content out there. It's really good. 
all the way through or just in the, the latter parts when it became all of HBO it. Max? It, it, it came back in the same quality. They brought back all the same voice actors. It was it was good. It was fantastic when I was on Country Network. I was really sad when I canceled. Uh, and I, I hadn't gone back to watch it until recently. And it holds up. It's good. Does it um, close out and end or is there more? There's coming? more coming, I think. It's it's been like a a lot of world building over the course of like the seasons. Like they start off with um, like a core set of like uh, young sidekick heroes, but then we see some time skips as the seasons go along. Hmm. So we we start off with like Robin, but like next season he's Nightwing, hmm. and you know it's pretty cool. You get to see them grow up. You get to see how the world's changing, and it's set in a separate Earth than the regular DC animated universe stuff. Uh, so it's Earth sixteen. So it's also like if you're actually into comics, it's it's introducing characters in different ways and stuff. But they're they're still like the same basic quality there. It's pretty mm. good. Interesting. And then also in the DC spectrum, I also started watching Doom Patrol, which is also very good. That's also HBO Max original, right? Uh, I think that it started off as a DCU universe original before they killed that streaming service and just folded it into HBO Max, but yeah. But that's got nice. Brendan Fraser and Alan Tudyk in it, uh, which is pretty good. They're great. I finished out Moon Knight. Moon Knight was a freaking roller coaster. Went from, ah, I kind of like this, to I hate this, to, oh my god, the final episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just watched it last night. Okay, then... We shouldn't say anymore. We can talk about it after this is done. <laughs> yes. Um, Halo has also been a roller coaster. Like, the last episode didn't have Master Chief in it. It was freaking terrible. It was the side character that I hate. Like, I, I don't know what they're doing. It's just so weird. The writing is just ruining this series. Mm. I still have only watched episode one. And I listen to you complain about it, and me wanting to watch it goes down and down until I don't want to watch it anymore. It's up and down. Like, I can honestly <laughs> say, like, I could pick out a few episodes for you to watch and skip everything else, because it's just like, there's this, these other storylines that are just pointless. I might Very have to weird. do that. You, you, Very you, weird. you give me a watching guide after you're done with the season. <laughs> I'll go back and watch, like, three episodes, apparently. I'll just summarize the things you missed. <laughs> okay. It's not much. <laughs> I don't know. Girl why. wanders around planet for an entire episode. Done. It's, that's the last episode. It just needed to be Chief and Cortana figuring crap out together. That's all the show and needed Halsey's, to be. I mean, Halsey, I, I love Natasha Michelhone. Uh Yeah, keep her in, but this random girl, this random former Spartan, like, there's all these characters that it's just like, no, we don't need this. Why? It's so strange. Anyway, mm. that's about all I've been watching. Yeah, I have no other new stuff at the moment. Like a good good lack of new stuff at the unfortunately. Oh, the last part of Ozark came out, right? Oh I yeah, yeah, yeah. Part two of season four just dropped. I don't have Netflix anymore. I might I might watch it or I might uh add it again for a month to watch it, but I watched one episode and just something happened that I did not expect to happen on the first episode, so it's good. This is the last season, right? Yes. This is officially the end. This is the last part of it. The yeah. last, like, eight episodes or whatever this is. Seven episodes? Six, but whatever. Okay. Who knows? All right. I think that's about it. Yeah. All right. That's all, folks. 
Thank you for listening to our podcast. You can find us on all the popular social media sites at StreamablePod and listen to the podcast on your favorite platforms. Please be sure to subscribe and leave us a review.